Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 218 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie the Sailor Man. Willie, what? Look at look at my shirt and its tattoos compared to your tattoos. <laughs> Is yours an homage to Popeye? No, it's not a homage to Popeye. It's just an art. You go strong H with homage. People are out of their minds right now. It's summertime. What's I, wrong with them? It's, it's, Is it because it's summertime? I think so. I feel like this happens every late spring, summer. Not We're not. They're not focused on. Uh, I've been around for a wrestle for a while. I ain't never seen crazies come out like this. Is it a full moon? You know. I, do you believe in that? This would be a great topic to discuss. Oh, God, we're going to ask Nomad if he believes in full moons. <laughs> <laughs> Nomad, do you believe in full moons that they even exist? No, of course not. Come okay, on. so f- a full moons are... No, full I, moons are fake news. So I worked at the uh, Children's Mental Hospital, and the, these, people, these people were certain that the full moon just made them... Whenever there was bad behavior, we're like, full moon. Full moon's coming. There's a full moon. Like, they were certain that was, like, the problem. With the staff? Yeah, the staff. The staff thought that the full moon like when legitly the, made the kids crazy. Yeah, when the kids were acting up, they're like, full moon. I swear. What, I did. what happened when it wasn't a full moon? Yeah, I don't know. They weren't that great then, either. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they just, <laughs> why didn't you just put them in the hospital when it was just a full moon? Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways. maybe. Can we a, talk about the fact that your father did not go to seventh grade? Eighth grade. <laughs> I just feel like, I, you know, I'm not... You can, you can make jokes, right? You can make jokes oh. like Kyle Bradkey's from West Virginia, and you just make little jokes and stuff, and you say, you know. Yeah, I get made fun of, and then right, Chris you get he gets made fun of, but like, there's no, there's just stupid stereotypes. Christian legitimately has these odd, odd stories. The other day, he tried to say that something with the county has, t- and then, but he has these really weird stories. So, one of which includes. His father didn't have to go to eighth grade because it didn't exist. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. So he went to. He's from a place called Deerfield, Virginia, population six. Allegedly. And the school there was like, like first grade to seventh. I don't even think they did kindergarten. I think it was like first to seventh. And then Buffalo Gap High School was nine to twelve, and there was no. There's just no eighth grade. So he basically went from. So did he take a year off, or did he go directly from seventh to ninth? <laughs> he redshirted. No, yeah, he went gray shirt. He went, he went to high school after that. So he just went from seventh to ninth. Yeah. Maybe it was just because he was so smart. Everybody in that county was so smart. They're all so smart. They're like eighth? Nah. No. Yeah, it was. Virginia I did. Doesn't recognize the number eight. Yeah, maybe it's that. I mean, I asked. Uh, I I recently learned this. It was a. He never mentioned it to me. And mom was like, 
just making fun of. She's from New York, so she just makes fun of Deerfield, I guess. And yeah, he didn't. He didn't go to eighth grade. I don't know what was going on in my dad's. My dad's older. He's nearly seventy years old, so it's a different time back then. He said everyone dropped out. He's like most people didn't even make it like to high school because they would all just like they didn't back then. They would just leave and just go work. So different well, era. In, in multiple, in so ton, tons of places. So don't make fun of my father. He served, I'm not making fun. It's just it's a funny story, right? You know, land. making fun of your home state. Man. We're making fun of your yeah. town, state, region. Uh, speaking of making fun, I made fun of T.R. Foley last night a lot because, I mean, last it's over with. It's over, right? He's just a moron. He's just a he's just a liar. He just lies. So. People are talking about rankings, and he says, oh, oh, here we go. Patrick McKee said, what more do I have to do? I won Fargo. Why am I not number one? And he said, T.R. Foley responds, sell subscriptions and be something, something. Now, look, I can take criticism. You can take criticism, right? We get criticized all the time. But when you start putting out there, when you start putting out there that Rankings or I, I, I juggle the rankings based on how much you sell stuff. That ain't that don't fly. This is that's my work. That's my passion. That's my reputation. Don't listen. You, Foley does all this gibberish all over the place with, with zero credibility. Everybody sees right through it. I, I don't really care that much. But when you start messing with like my reputation and my credibility, that ain't gonna fly. And then he proceeded to go on to other. Stupid, stupid tangents. In which, yeah, one time I said, uh, "Foley, you work for you know, you work for a place that they beat, you know, they beat women." How's that? Go- how's that going though? Did that has that gone through HR yet? Has that made its Ooh. way through UWHR? The whole yeah. mommy's really. I think he got a hitting of women. I think he got a verbal warning. Yeah. Oh yeah, they may have slapped his hand. That would have been very. <clears throat> and his response was. Well, USA Wrestling. What about USA Wrestling? I said, somebody hit somebody at USA Wrestling? He said, no, but what if they did? <laughs> well, when that happens... You can't even follow a train of thought. Yeah, so Foley, I've, I've had him muted for a while because I don't think he's being... Gen- I think this is all... He's just laughing at all this. I don't think he's being... There ain't no way. I, that's, I thought that for a second. But he's just, I think he's... Listen, this is a guy who gets morally outraged over over rankings and kids talking trash on Twitter, but goes completely silent when uh, a UWW vice president slaps a woman. That was this is a guy that when, um, you know, when there's guns pulled and riots at Russian nationals, at cadet trials, he compares that to a, a little... Cultural cur- thing. Um, no, uh, he compared that to like the Mason Paris Kennerly kerfuffle at yeah. NHS. You're like you're comparing guns that drawn gun. soldiers to a little okay, kind of a fight. Not wasn't really a fight though. It was, it was one punch. One punch and a hold me back. Yeah. Compared to guns drawn at cadet trials. Um, compared to yeah, and compared to clear payoffs. We all watched Russian Nationals with Lebanon. <laughs> we know what was going on there. Yeah. But, so, but you want to bring up Dardanes and... DeShazer. DeShazer fighting. Give me a break. Come on, dude. Give me a break. You, uh, let, you don't want to address massive doping, systematic doping in Russia. 
you want to bring up Kennerly and, and th you want to bring up uh, Flo is um, promoting bad behavior. In what way do we promote bad behavior? Patrick McKee said I should be I would win at who's number one over Robbie Howard. Robbie Howard said, "Do you guarantee it?" I said, "Uh oh, is it?" And, it, and this this dude's like, "You promote bad behavior." Is this it possible that these kids are just really competitive and all have social media accounts and yes, they just like to talk crap is, to that each is other? Possible. What also is yeah. possible, not not possible. What also is the case is that Foley's a social justice warrior and he hands off everything. He gets he gets shook at everything. Um, yeah. So I I wouldn't. I don't know why uh, we're taking what he says seriously because at this point. I think he's just trolling. And it was a spinoff, right? It was a spinoff of rankings. It was a spinoff of Andy Rovat talking about rankings don't matter. Let's talk about rankings. Let's talk about rankings don't matter. <clears throat> do, do your rankings matter? Do rankings matter? Um, It's so funny that they don't matter. Then, But everybody's arguing about it. I don't... Matter, matter is a, kind of a loaded word. Yeah. They don't impact the, the, the results, but they are... A, the rankings are a tool, and and there are a couple of things. One, they're a tool. You can get the whole landscape for the country, an yeah. uh, approximate landscape of the country for both high school and college, yeah, very right. quickly. But also, they're, um, you know, they're very fun for fans to look at and yeah. interact with. I mean, they're just informative too, right? As it, if you don't want to take them as, as gospel, uh, you don't have to. But no bad. If I said. If I said, give me a list of the uh, top 25 football teams. I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. Give me a list of uh, who are the top football teams in high school this year. What would you do? I would go to a website and look up who they are. Go to a you rankings would, You would page. look up rank. You would yeah. send me a list of rankings. Yeah. Rankings, right? So, Kyle, if I said, who are the best wrestlers in the United States of America, what would you do? Same thing. You would, you would send me a list of rankings. Yeah. So I, when you say they don't matter, first of all, there's there's coaches, there's coaches out there that are like, yeah, rankings don't matter. Yeah, then why is I have emails from you, I have emails from you that's you're advocating talking, for rankings. You're talking about rankings and why your guys should be higher, why your team should be higher. They don't matter. Okay. What cracks me up is like they're like college coaches don't care about rankings. Andy Rubak. Do you know how much crap CP gets from college coaches a week or, during the season? Or after the final big board came out and people wanted to advocate for their guys higher so they could announce a better recruiting class. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rankings don't matter. Thing rankings that, don't matter, but we get emails from all of you. Yeah. They don't matter. Asking about the stuff. Andy, Andy, you work at Michigan, right? What does McFarland and Bormet, do they do they recruit rank guys or did do they just they say well rankings don't matter what, we're just recruiting whoever if so they you know they just got Joey Silva would they rather have Joey Silva end his senior season at number one yeah. or unranked yeah <laughs> but the, they don't care <clears throat> the most salient point that he Andy failed to grasp is that is that rankings are a process of results yeah, I mean it's. I mean, right? You you, you have to jockey a, li a little bit, and, and there may be some things that are not ab apparently clear. Like, right? There's things that aren't set in stone. But 
if a guy is second or a guy is fourth or a guy is sixth, if they're they're in that tier, right? So I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're dead set on, although in a lot of times I, I think they are. But they're in the, they're in a range, right? So are you arguing if a guy is third or sixth, or you got argue? Don't argue if a guy is tenth or out, because if the guy's out, then he's out. He's not. I'm sorry, he lost too much. Yeah, doesn't have enough good wins. How about the argument? Well, <laughs> these are stupid because they're gonna change. Well, there you go. That's a tremendous one. That is a tremendous. I've never argument. seen that until this this year. I've gotten email or I've seen comments on like Facebook and stuff. It's like, well. These are funny. <laughs> these are going to change. Uh, these will change later on. No crap. That's why oh, we update them every week. <laughs> they will. They're going to change. Some people are going to lose and some people are going to win. Interesting. What's really funny to me is all the high school kids are like, I don't care about these. I don't care about these. And I always think back to Mark Hall, who's number one, when like him and Anthony Valencia did the press conference like last. And Mark was like, everyone sat up here and said that rankings don't matter. But if they didn't, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't want this match so bad. Yeah. Like, you care about the rankings. That's why you're tweeting us about them. That's why you're uh, campaigning for a match at who's number one. And the, the kids understand. Like, the kids, it, it's not about the ranking itself. It's about, like, being recognized. Like, I'm <coughs> the best. I beat all these dudes. Like, I laid, I laid waste to this whole field, and therefore I want to be recognized ba- for Basically, it. it's a representation of your works and your, right. the things you have done as yeah. a wrestler. So... Obviously, you would want that to be as high as possible. I don't know why it wouldn't matter to kids. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, in wrestling, in wrestling especially, it's a you know if your if your high school football team isn't ranked number one in the country, you know maybe you did your part and you you're the linebacker and you played as hard as you could and and that's all you can do. In wrestling, you control your own destiny, right? Yeah. If you if you want to attain and wrestling such a um, a personal sport that you want to attain the highest level. Why would you not want to be number one? Why would you say, eh, number one would be nice, but, you know, it just didn't work out. But here's the thing in wrestling, and if you want to say that rankings are wrong or whatever, you can say that, but in no other sport do you control your own destiny. You can say bias. Bias only exists if you, bias only exists if you leave doubt. If you remove all doubt, no ranker can be biased. So why don't we talk about some of the more um, – what, what was the ranking or rankings that you got the most black about? Because the post-Fargo rankings came out, and that's one of the what? one of the toughest ones. That's the thing is that I didn't get a lot of flack. I didn't, there's not a lot of poor feedback. They're just – I don't know. People, Andy Robot's just saying that it don't matter. Right, Tr Foley's saying that I manipulate them, but nobody, nobody said this is a poor ranking except maybe Patrick McKee at one twenty, <clears throat> right? Okay. And and that is a little goofy situation. Um, Patrick, the first thing, and I said it in the rankings opening this week, is that you can't, um, you know, I get a lot of times if a guy takes seventh in Ironman the father or the coach will email me the next week when he's not ranked. My kid just took, my just, he was, he placed an Ironman. It's the toughest tournament. It's the toughest tournament in the country. In you season. beat anybody. In season. Uh, hey, my kid just took sixth at Super 32. It's the toughest tournament in the country. <clears throat> he didn't beat anybody. I, you know, 
He d- and he didn't have the resume before that to, you know, it's a good stepping stone. It's noted. Noted. Right? Where it gets tough, though, is when you outplace, and not just like fifth place, fourth place outplace. When you win the tournament and there's a guy ranked ahead of you that didn't win the tournament, that's when it gets dicey, especially for, for a big one, right? Yeah, it, I mean, the Glory McKee thing was tough, and I, I looked at it for a long time. I moved it back and forth for a long time. Um, ultimately, Glory lost to a guy that, McKee beat um, and so they kind of instead of instead of going like this I went like this mm-hmm. right so um, I just I still feel like Glory's body work is a little better and McKee had some losses um, had some unranked losses before that so how recently um, April or May the, the open he lost at the open he got attacked by two unranked kids and so, do you take those two losses, unranked, uh, two losses to unranked kids, or do you take, you know, he beat the guy that beat Glory? It's a tough situation, and ultimately, I don't know if that'll be the who's number one matchup. But um, the, the goofy thing is, Busiello's in there, right? Busiello and uh, somebody are in there. Busiello never, Busiello didn't do anything to earn the spot at who's number one, right? He might be ranked higher now, but he didn't do anything to earn the spot at number one. Who's number one? Now, Cashman didn't do anything to earn the spot at who's number one. Maybe I have McKee four, but McKee just did something to earn the spot, right? He just he just well, no, he just no, did not, something to earn. You can't do it like that. I can I'm certainly do it. No, like that. I well then rank him higher. If the whole thing is who's number one, you are saying well, maybe Adam I should Bo- maybe I should have maybe I should have him. So, yeah, but, but you, can't, not, you can't just say who's number one is one versus five because he did something more recent. You're the one that's saying no. You're the one that's saying Buziello has earned a higher ranking. So stand by your ranking or don't. But don't say oh because of course he, I can. I can do anything I want. Oh, you can. Uh huh. I can make a number one versus number All four. Right, well, if you want it to be intellectually disingenuous, yeah, you could do that. And call it, we'll call it who's number nine. It's, that's not true. We're, they're wrestling for the number one spot. It can be number one versus number three. It can be number one versus number four. Why would? Why does Buziello get past? First of all, them? they're two independent arguments. They're not. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. They don't have to be exclusive to one another. Huh? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I mean, Patrick McKee can be behind Buziello on resume and still. I mean, Buziello hasn't done wrestled anywhere in a long time. So drop him. I don't drop people for for not wrestling. Yeah, we know. What is he talking about? I he, don't. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you you will leave guys in a higher spot just because they didn't lose. You value not losing more than elite wins. Can you give me an example? Um, you gonna go back to, he's gonna go back to Alex Maradelli. Alex Maradelli. Alex Maradelli. Well, any others? Because that was the only one. That was the only one that people were upset or be possibly upset with, and uh, frankly, it's the only one that they could be upset with. It's a tough situation. Okay. The other ones are pretty much cut and dry. Cut and dry. So okay. rankings were spot on, but they don't matter. So that was the gist of it. They don't matter. All right, moving on. Where to? Moving on. What do we got next? We're Twenty minutes in, we're screwed. Um. <laughs> Screwed. Glory Hidley, you want yeah, to talk about their school, school list? list? All right, school <laughs> list. Let's go. 
Who's got glories? Speaking of school list, you were Christian the other day kept pronouncing what did you say? You called him Sky Kills. <laughs> Aaron's shoe list. He just kept saying Sky Kill. Do we have shoe list school list? We should get no. shoe list school list. That's a great title. Just for that title alone. Just for the title. Shoe list school list. Shoe list beat. Shoe list beat Camacho. Camacho beat Thompson. All right, so Sky Kill. So, so what, who, Sky where's Kill. Glory looking? Princeton, Lehigh, Penn, North Carolina, Virginia, Cornell. Hmm. So he's all out on academics. I, yeah. I see. <laughs> North Carolina's interesting since they just picked up Melendez and Tag. She's think a little redundant. Well, I mean, one of them's gonna have to get up to 41, 49, which I, I haven't stood by all of them. So. <sighs> Dang it. I don't know. If I think that. Who have you stood yet. by? Who have you stood next to? Um, tag. tag All right, and, I'll start with tag. Tag and glory. I've not stood by Melendez. Okay. I don't know how big Melendez can get. So I mean, he could be a seventy-four pounder. Could for you all talk to someone that you stood beside, that stood beside Melendez? I think, uh, I think Tag is on the the lower end. I think he could maybe be the twenty-five, and okay. Glory the thirty-three. But I don't know if Melendez. Yeah, can that's get what 41. I would say too. I think that Glory. Clearly, to me, Glory's the best 25-pound prospect in this class. Uh, that being said, I could see him also going up to 33. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So, that's Glory. Any any inclinations, Willie? I, I don't have any inclination. Yeah, there was a rumor um, that he was interested. Like There were, there were rumors <clears> that Patrick Glory <throat> was going to go to Penn State, no matter what. I'm going to Penn State. I don't even care if I get a scholarship. I'm walking on. That's not true. Where was that? Was that on the message boards? It was on really? message boards. Yeah. Well, then it's not real. That's not true. There's real stuff that gets put on message boards. But I mean, I got that list right. I, I personally asked Patrick for it, and he gave it to me. And so, there was no mention of Penn State. No mention. Well, that's the ultimate sneak attack. Sneak attack. Um, and then there's Mr. George himself. He looked awesome. Hoagie. He lo- he looks like a rock star. Uh, he should just always wear jorts. That was incredible. What was incredible? The the jorts thing. Yeah. Because he did it twice. He came back around. Did it for for Greco or yeah for Greco. He you wore know, the jorts during like the finals <laughs> pictures too. Like so when they all come out and get their uh, plaques and everything, he had them on there too. He's on brand. Yeah. You know those two, Sasso and you have to ask yourself. I mean. One of the questions is like, did Sasso's stock go down? Did Hidley's stock go down? I don't think I don't think they went down at all. I mean, at all. So Sasso loses a match or two. So Hidley loses a match. Um, you know, though, they were the only two pound for pound kids at Fargo. Only, really? Only kids that showed up. Only pound for pound kids that showed up. Well, how many of them? How many of the pound for pound kids are on teams? Team. World team, like could a world team. Oh, there's a, there's some, but not Roman, not Gavin, not Beard, uh, not Silva, not Paris, not is Schultz on a team? Mm-hmm. Not Neville's. No Carr was there. Oh, he's in. He wasn't before. Yeah, right. Not Hoffman. Carr and Brooks are now in. Is Hoffman on a team? Hoffman made a good that team. Yes. Brooks is not on a team. He was there, but now he's in. And Heinzelman. Heinzelman has gone to Fargo many times, but yeah, he didn't go. Yeah, this a time. lot of those guys 
Well, not a lot of them, but they, they've gone. But I'm just saying, they were the only two that were there this year. And oh, I wow, you took Sasso out of pound for pound. He got beat by two un- I know. pound for pound dish kids. I know, but when we talked in the initial, <clears throat> it sounded like he wasn't going to come out. Mm. You guys had a big argument about it. Yeah. we argue- I was like, he has to come out. And you're like, no. Why? You don't remember that? I don't know. I don't think that was the argument. The argument was because you were pushing buttons on purpose. You were doing it on purpose. Whenever you drop the, uh, oh, you're going to keep him in because he's from District 11. I know you're just a boy. That is immediately grounds to fight, right? <laughs> so you, he got the wrath a couple weeks ago for that. It's the same thing. With, I, I don't get listen, the wrath. Well, that's the same thing with Foley. Don't. Don't mess around saying that I have any favoritism in rankings. I might make mistakes sometimes, or I I admit to it. Do not question this man's integrity. Don't. (laughs) Who's Willie does that? What? Willie got called on a mistake yesterday, and he corrected it right away. Right away. Listen, because time mess was gonna beat up Willie. I admit, I'll admit to. uh, Hey, good point, fair point. I made a mistake. I'll switch it up. But don't ever say. That it's favoritism or homerism or I just like a guy better. I, first of all, the whole the whole uh, PA bias thing, I haven't lived there in five years. I'm not even around him anymore. That's Come gone. On. Well, though, that's, not a, that's not a fair point. What? what? That's not like, well, I don't live there anymore, so I'm not biased. I don't – here's the thing. I don't care who's ranked where. I don't care. What, what, I, you think I engineer it so that Pennsylvania has the most guys? It's just stupid. This is ridiculous. And the thing is, uh, <laughs> I, I said uh, on Twitter, I was like, it's going to be tough with, at 120 with these rankings. Somebody responded, why don't you just do what you always do and draw a red line uh, red line on the western part of the country and not rank anybody from there. <laughs> Listen, it's never when, happened. Whenever you, whenever you have rankings criticisms, give me the case. Just give me the yeah. Don't don't use these broad stroking things. Well, it's home. Well, you're a homer. Well, you never rank kids from the West. Well, you never do this. Tell me, tell me this. Who has he lost to? Who has he beaten? That is ranked. Just tell me that, right? And like, is this someone? That's all, unde- it's all it boils down to. Is this someone undefeated against Jordan Decatur? I learned about this guy this morning. Yeah, somebody arguing. Ryan Anderson is under undefeated against Jordan Decatur. I said when they wrestle eighth grade, they said no seventh. <laughs> I I went through a I went through an email thing about Moshe Swartz. Why isn't he ranked? He beat this guy, 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 this guy. I'm like, how is it possible that I missed all these results? Like, right? I go back and look. Tulsa bracket. It was in Greco in like '97, right? Like it's like I'm not. I don't care about Greco to be honest with you, right? And I don't care about four years ago. So, Willie, did you when you rank a lot of PA guys? Do you also engineer it so that they have produced the most NCAA All Americans every year? Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing that you do that. That's yeah. how. Yeah. And NCAA that's champions. How do you do that? Yeah. yeah. Wow, Willie. That's voodoo. Yeah, Andy. Are you Andy in the robot. NCAA rankings pocket? Rankings don't matter, but go look at the 80 All Americans this year, and you tell me how many were ranked in high school. Probably like 75 percent of them, maybe more. So. Don't say rankings don't matter. Rankings are pretty darn accurate indicators. PDA, pretty darn accurate. PD3. 
Yeah, can we cute. talk about where PD3 was while we were in Fargo and what he was doing Oh, there? yeah. Nobody ever put that there. There we go. Well, I kind of I said it just briefly <clears throat> in passing. So, Pat Downey was on a visit at North Dakota State while we were there in Fargo. Well, I hope if if I'm Roger Kish, first place I go, cafeteria. He's coming. You go to the cafeteria? cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, you take him for cheeseburger soup. Yeah. That's, that's where I take every recruit. If I'm Roger Pat. Kish, I'd take him to Herd and Horns. I wouldn't take him there. Well, I never Have I been to Herd and Horns? Yeah, you have. I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. I have. You don't go to Fargo anymore. Yeah. What Ooh. I will punch him. Does that burn? No, I would, we, I would hey, go we to the sh- turf. We shook hands. Turf is closed, Willie. You would know that if you'd been in Fargo. I said I would go to the turf. Go get your banjo. <laughs> hey, here we go. Here we you go. don't make fun of us, Nomad, because Willie and I have committed to Fargo 2K18. Yes, Look at this fist bump for friends. Yeah, you signed your NLI. Yeah. We 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 shook our hands. That's all. That's all you needed. I could have went to Worlds this year. I could have went to Worlds this year. I gave it to you. So you all right? I, so don't bust Where's my the thanks? Where's the thanks? So you guys shook hands with each other and agreed with each other that you're going. We to actually attend? took a knife. We cut. We cut our hand. We shared blood. We blood brothered it. Blood Brothers. Shouldn't you like shook Ray's hand or someone yeah, else's some, hand that actually has that? say in this? Yeah. Wouldn't They're that just, make more they sense? Just we could powerless. Dog. Dude. If you could have gone, you would have been there. I could have gone. I didn't want to be. So you want you put oh, Peach Chance and marching Fargo? ahead of Fargo then? You didn't want to be at Fargo? That's what you just said. You could have been there. I prioritized he intelligently he went to because I had so much confidence in the Flow Wrestling content team. I knew I didn't need to be there. And guess what? I was exactly right. Yeah. Because wow. y'all killed it. Wow, but I'm just going to go for fun. Here's Vacation. A, yeah, I'm bringing the, the family. That's the thing. There's a difference between want and need. Yeah. We, we didn't need to be there, you guys. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. We sent you guys. Me and Christian sat very scared with fingers crossed. That you wouldn't mess us up. No, I was not scared. At no point was I scared. I was scared. joking. Can oh. you come follow Joe? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, sorry. Uh, I just want to be on the record. I had full confidence. But yeah, when, I was terrified to go. When does Worlds even start? Is it, are they even on this oh. year? You wouldn't really know. Baders at the OTC. Baders at the OTC. Maybe we can get details on the dates or something. Excellent coverage, as always. Um,. You want to go 285? We might have to cut this show short. This show. This show. I don't let's, know. Let's we do ne- 285. We never made we, guesses for Glory. We yeah, we talk I, about I want to Hidley. talk about Hydley and Glory more. <laughs> what? So <clears throat> Glory has gotten significantly better at freestyle. It showed this this week. I was very impressed with his top well, game. Here's the thing, though. They don't wrestle freestyle. They college. don't. Well, the good I, thing is he's better at folk style anyway. So that's the crazy thing. I understand thing. that, but it's still. It's still encouraging. The schools that he has his on his leg list, list one that's encouraging. Yeah. Lehigh's like, we need this leg lace. We need this lace. Can you? How long can you hold him there? Could you get a two count? In the All right. Anyways, I think Lehigh's the favorite here. Bucks Nomad. Yeah, he works with Bucks and a lot. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. So I think. Uh, What's Bob Lob say? Bob Lobdell. Yeah. He's he, got the Lehigh inside scoop. Oh, uh, no. Bob Lobdell has a Lehigh inside scoop? Bob, no. Bob Lobdell, uh, he stays out of the, the inner machinations of the Mountain Hawk wrestling room because, he, you know, he trusts Santoro, right? In Pat, I trust. He used to give Santoro nuggies when he was a child. Oh, my Where did God. you get that hat? Did you get that hat what? in the 80s? I got this hat at the University of Miami. 
Oh from Ray Lewis when he played? Yeah. Hey, Tommy Rollins just followed me. Oh, my gosh. So All right, what do you guys say about Pac-Man? Wait, hold on. I didn't get, I didn't get to make the oh, pick. Oh, okay, sorry. Nomad, do you have Boogie Nights? <laughs> I wish. It's a great movie. Uh, I think Princeton. I think uh, Popeye Ooh. Arms Joey D keeps him in state. Wow. Pa- Popeye Arms Joey <clears throat> Dubuque was, had uh, Mason Paris on his shoulders. He squatting He's Mason so Paris yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Turns out Joe Dubuque, strong individual still. He is. He's yeah. small. I don't, I don't know Pat Glory at all. I don't know where he's going. I'm not going to hypothesize. Because basically I would say, I have to say, where's the best fit for him? And that's not really fair. I, I would agree. What, what are you shaking your head at, Bracky? What is the point of doing the segment if you're not going to make a I choice? Know. I caught on to that too. But see, I, unlike oh, Christian, God. I, unlike Christian, just leave it go. Right? When we're on the show and I say something that is mildly objectionable... This dude goes, that is the stupidest thing you ever heard. When Christian says something stupid, I just like move on to the next topic because I'm a nice guy. He just said, I don't know, Patrick Glory. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) I've never had a conversation with him either. Well, I took some pictures of him. Take a shot. All right, I'll shoot my shot. I'm going to say, I'm with. I'm with Nomad. I think Lehigh and Princeton probably make the most sense. Um, Dark Horse is Penn. I think the he reasons. has some people there. You know, he was interested in Why Stanford not for a second. Um, I don't think that's in the cards. Why? He's on the school list. I, th- I think... Uh, educating... I mean, right. I don't know Patrick Glory, but I do know him a little bit. I, I think Lehigh makes the most sense. Lehigh Homer, District 11. All right, let's go to Trent Hydley. Wait, did you... Wow, way to make a pick there. Cornell. You, you still don't know him? Cornell. Cornell. Okay. Because you want him to be teammates with Ben Starmstadt. All right, Trent Hidley. <laughs> All right, Trent is Iowa, uh, NC State, Lehigh, and Purdue. Ooh. Ooh. This one is Ooh. tough because Trent and Hayden are very close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trent and Hayden are close. They're both studs. But, but Trent is also his own man, and he may not. Wait a second. Can, Wait a second. Don't they make fun of Purdue football? Yes. No, but I think they love it. Do they it's, really like it? I don't think it's, they really like it. It just became one of those things where they, it was just a big they, running they run joke. It, yeah. yeah. And they just ran they with it. They make fun of Purdue football. It's hilarious. Time. Frequently. Okay. And maybe that's why Erzlin was like, hey, we got an in. Yeah, I don't know. But you guys make good points. Uh, he's close with his brother. NC State's a great group. Um... Iowa has great partners. Purdue actually has really good partners around his way. Yes. Uh, yeah. Max Lyon, uh, Falbo, right? Falbo? Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Somebody else is around there. Uh, Bruner. Christian yep. Bruner. Right. Like There's some Bruner. good upper weights, middle upper weights. I mean, it's a good room for him. Um, I said Iowa a long time ago. I, I, I think Trent beats to his own drum, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the he's, that he's much that, yeah. different. Uh, personality than Hayden. Like while they're very close, they're different personalities and mindsets. And I think he fits with Iowa. If you if too. you watch him for his matches, he punches his head. he punches his face. Yes, sometimes in the middle of matches. Yeah, sometimes like, literally three times right before he wrestles. No, he'll punch boom, himself boom, boom. if he does like something stupid. Yeah, I remember like, the, not something stupid, but if he gets taken down, he'll be like, "Come on!" But Sasso like, did the same thing. It's pretty a hard. few years ago in the uh, 
Fargo Finals against Hardy. Well. With a broken hand. <laughs> and good segue, Bracky. So, Trent and Sammy Sasso are also very, very close. Oh. And I'm not saying that they're <laughs> nice. a package deal or anything like that. Punch but Punch brothers. it would not shock me if they both ended up at Iowa together. Wow. Ooh. Which would be very interesting. Um, I mean, Iowa's got strong PA connection. Those two are very close. But, again, I'm not saying they're a package deal. Just it wouldn't shock me if they ended up being together. I concur. I'll, I'll guess NC State. I know we're saying he's his own guy, but. Yeah, NC State makes a lot of sense. Uh, except, well, does it? There's a they lot do, of guys in that. Crowded. They have a crowd. They have it's a long jam in there. The Bullards and Nick Renan. But if you're Trent and you're getting the money you think you deserve it and you think you're the guy. Brother discount, perhaps? I mean, what, do you, what does it matter? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, that's my thought. I think all things being equal and if Trent was an only child or something, then I'd probably say Iowa. But I just think. I still think it's Iowa. I, I, and we see the thing with Julian Tag, right? A Gabe Tag went to North Carolina. Now, Julian could go to North Carolina. That's still a couple years away. But from what I hear, it's not like he probably won't go, right? Sometimes brothers don't those, go to the same school. Those two are also very close, though. So, wouldn't shock me. But again, same situation, right? Well, I guess Gabe what I'm Julian saying is person. Hayden goes to NC State. It's not a foregone conclusion that Trent goes. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying that Gabe either. Gabe goes to North Carolina. It's not a foregone conclusion that Julian goes. But in a lot of instances, the brothers <clears throat> go to the same school. Because they know each other. Because they're familiarity. Because they're related. Yeah. Spend a lot of time with each other. Yeah. The, how about brothers that didn't go to the same school? Do we know any? Mark and Chris Perry, I think, didn't go to the same one. Yeah. We'll have to research that. Burax. <laughs> Burax <laughs> yeah. all different. Burak Burak Are Mark and Chris Perry related? I was asked. I don't want someone to ask that. Eric Olanowski asked that on the Olympic trials stream. There's a relation. There's a relation. Is Chris and Mark related? Have to fact check. It was a joke, though, guys. No, it was not. A, it wasn't a joke. B, even if if you don't know the answer to that question, you probably shouldn't ask it on live on the air. You know, the Stevenson brothers, the Ness brothers, all went. Brands brothers, Steiner brothers, um, Sanderson's. Except for Kyler, but he kind of – he went to Penn State. <laughs> what? But, yeah, he started at Iowa State. Yeah. Most brothers go to the same school. Probably, not, probably say, 90%. Not the Velikets. Yeah, Velikets. Not the Velikets. Uh, Joe went to Penn and – Terrapelli's both went to Illinois. Uh, the Bethayas, remember there was like eight of them. Yeah. They, went to, they're, they're they all still went to Penn. No, it wasn't. Still yeah. a few of them out there. Yeah. One went to transfer to UVA. but That was like grad stuff, I thought. Yeah, it was. One went to George Mason. I don't know. I thought. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, I came up with another one, though. After this. The, I think, yeah, there's like series on series we could do. Yeah, after I really enjoyed this. Can we do like the top of the decade? Pound for pound of the decade. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in with that. All right. 285. Best champion of the decade. Snyder twice. Gwizdowski twice. Nelson twice. Ray. Zach Ray. David Zabriskie. Mark Ellis. Dustin Fox. You know what could have made this really interesting? Really interesting. This whole. Cole Conrad. This whole list to me comes down to one takedown. Yeah. In overtime. If Snyder doesn't take. It comes down to one escape. Yeah. 
if Gwiz wins that match, and, and also holding him down for the last. If Gwiz seconds. wins that match, he's the heavyweight of the decade. Yeah. If Snyder, if yeah. Gwiz wins that match, he's possibly the greatest heavyweight of all time. Seven one one one. He would have been. Yeah. Eight one one one. Yeah. That's tough. The best heavyweight. I mean, of all time. if he wins, that, uh, he's Mako, the best of all time. Mako's up there. Um, Two one. Yeah, I, I know, but he would have had three. One of which would have been over Olympic champion, the great Olympic champion of sport. Uh, yeah, and then he was and, world champion. But then the you're saying you're throwing Cole Conrad in there, which is fine. And he, I mean, he beat Mako. So right, no, true. Gwiz beat. No, but Conrad I'm saying that one, that one exchange, Sequence. that one uh, riding him escape, overtime takedown, that one match made the difference between probably Gwizdowski not being the best heavyweight of the decade and being the best heavyweight of all time. Possibly. That was a big match. Possibly you. Uh, okay. Gosh, that was an awesome match. It was great. amazing. Also, great example of a match where people don't like folk style rules and low-key wanted freestyle rules because they're like, well, Gwiz had more takedowns. Like, Well, that's not how folk it's style works. It's not the... Okay, so technically it is folk style rules, but really it's the scoring system that that they didn't like. Not uh, the uh, that's, that's not right. The that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but it's like you know when people think folk style rules, what they're complaining about, they're kind of complaining about like the scrambling rolling across your back. That like that made that was what kept Gwiz in the match. He was scoring leg pass takedowns. People complained about escapes too. Right, right. The Corey Clark Nation Garrett example. Oh, that was well, I mean, we've, we've been saying this for years. Right? Me and Christian have been talking about that for a long time. Three-point takedown. Next topic. Yeah. I mean, we always brought up that example. Well, Adam Kuhn. Uh, Adam Kuhn and Gwiz, right? Yeah. yeah. That was like a one-takedown match after... Gwiz has three takedowns of zero or something. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Um, Joey Dance, Thomas Gilman was another famous one. I mean, it happens all the time, right? Um, so we so plowed yeah. right through that. When we didn't, we didn't officially make our picks. All right, I made my pick. Who is it? Who was it? Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. And if, right, if, I'm if, counting on Nomad to to make this segment work. I'm going if, Kyle Snyder. If Gwiz would have, if Gwiz would have won that match, he would have been the greatest of all time. And but he lost the greatest of the decade and greatest of all time in that match. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What about... Are we putting him above Stephen Neal? One-time champ. Stephen Neal only won once? No, I'm sorry. Wisdowski would have been a three-timer with a win over... That was world titles. Never mind. Disregard. <laughs> that, was, that was that was Earth oh, title. Yeah. <laughs> only won one. Only won one. Wisdowski would have been a three-timer with a win over an Olympic champion. He wasn't an Olympic champion Okay, at the world time. champion. He was a world champion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's never been, there's it's never a de- been a three timer. It's a debate. Though. That's that's inaccurate. They're Carlton Hassel was the last one. Oh. And also Earl McCready way back. He was the original three time in college. Knowledge bombs dropped. Earl McCready? Yeah. Dude, Earl McCready. Does, that, does, does he have a bluegrass band? Bluegrass band. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> You're thinking of the bluegrass band. Yes, you are. Classic. I Classic mix up. His nickname was something He's like the Moose. Yeah, he was born in Ontario. His, his, his nickname was like the Moose or something. Who, McCready? Yeah. We don't count Canucks. 
<laughs> okay. He would have been the best. Gwiz would have been the best. I don't care. Better than Carlton Hasselbrick, yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's Kyle Snyder. And think how close think how close Gwiz is to being a one time champ. Earl McCready was twenty five and zero, and all but three of his victories came by pin. Three time NCAA champ for Oklahoma State, and he won twenty five matches. Yes, <laughs> Oklahoma A and M back then. He was twenty five and zero in his career. Yes. What year did he win? Yeah, he totally would have beaten. Well, it should have been twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. He won nineteen twenty eight through nineteen thirty. He had the weight locked down. Would, actually, first, I think he, I think he would have broken Gwiz in the third. The definitely. first three NCAA tournaments were twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, and he won. He was the first guy to win three titles. Yeah. Those wrestling matches look like John Travolta in uh, those practices in uh, Greece. That's what those matches look like. <laughs> That's quite a reference there by you. Do you see how terrible that was? I don't. Do you remember that? When I watched Greece, in Greece I haven't watched Greece in a while. They're trying to look for uh, a sport for John Travolta to play. And, she, he and it has everyone. this wrestling. They have this wrestling thing. He tries wrestling for like 30 seconds. And it's just so terrible. He punches a guy, he right? He just punches a guy, yeah. That happens sometimes. Classic. More in Russia so, than anywhere else. 285 was anticlimactic. It, it was. I was. I why, was hoping Nomad would, would come why up with a scorcher. Would, why <laughs> would I? I'm from Maryland. <laughs> I love Kyle Snyder. <laughs> he he led with I'm from Maryland. I love Kyle Snyder. As a as a person, he is the best. He's the best. He's a cheat These code. These are super important criteria. He's a cheat code. He he gets ten takedowns at heavyweight. Tony Nelson doesn't do that. Nick Wiesta doesn't do it. Zach Gray doesn't do that. It came down to one takedown. That's all. I, can't, I mean, there's no other argument. The and the best one. It didn't even happen yet because this year's Kyle Snyder, who will go six and zero, will be. Here's the, the hypothetical. Here's the hypothetical. You talk about Gwiz is is this close? Very true to being a three timer. Tony Nelson, debatably, uh, <clears throat> one ankle injury away from being winning three. He was winning that match against Gwiz. Kind of dominating, rode him like crazy, hurt his ankle, and got taken down in the third. So now if Nelson has three, and Snyder is where he is, and then we saw Snyder and Nelson remember, have comparable wins. I remember when um, when Nelson won his first, he displaced Ray. Yep. Who was the returning. Who was the returning. Yes. Right? He's the only one that he prevented Ray from getting two. Yes. So... I think it would have been a really right now. No one is saying Tony Nelson versus Kyle Snyder, but if he had beaten Gwiz in fourteen, we would have to be like, "Wow, there, there's something there." We probably ultimately would have decided on Kyle, but maybe we could have gotten Nomad to take a hot take, even though Snyder's from Maryland and he loves him as a person. He loves him as a human and he being. He loves him as a person. He stood next to him. He stood next to him. He projected him as an upper weight. Way back in high school, yeah. When he was a 220 as a freshman, I had a strong feeling he was going to be a heavyweight. In was he as a Sometime, fresh, freshman yes. 220? Yeah. Yes. He was 220 his entire career. Yeah. Hey, I remember, have to tell that story. Speak, speaking of which, remember Uh-oh, that time? Here comes his fecundo take. No, no. Remember oh. that time that somebody accused Kyle Snyder of using steroids, and we were all like, uh, "He wrestled a higher weight in high school than he wrestles in college or internationally." Does so silly. he was always that big. Did I ever tell you that story? I'm standing at the Beast. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you told it on radio though. It's pretty cool. I'm, stand, I'm standing at the, you heard this. <clears throat> I'm standing at the beast and like I'm like eating a pretzel or something, just taking a break. Right, I'm just taking a break and I'm leaning over the railing, and uh, drinking a soda or something. And somebody comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're you're you do the rankings, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I have the I have a guy for you to check out." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah." Everyone has a guy. For Everybody really has a guy. To check out. Everybody has a guy, and then he leads with this. Yeah, he's a freshman, two twenty, and I'm like. Yeah, I'll be sure to keep my eyes on him. And what's his name? His, uh, his name's Kyle Snyder. He's from Good Counsel. And I'm like, okay. I don't know, like, the next day, I'm like, this kid's in the finals, a beast, as a freshman, as a 220, you know? Did he win? W- Willie, was it was it you at National Preps where Snyder pinned a kid in, like, 14 seconds? And you were like, Kyle, like, that was... Like, why was that unusually fast? He's like, oh, my, my buddy's wrestling on Matt 10. I wanted to go watch him. No. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Kyle, what got into you? You usually just, you know. A couple takedowns. Get, get a lot of takedowns. I was like, 14-second pin. He's like, yeah, my brother's up. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> hey, a lot of people a lot of people get triggered by that when guys go takedowns and don't just pin people in four seconds. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Talk, Kyle. Let me talk about it? Yeah. I don't care. I don't get why people care. Like, well, first of all, it cracks. I'm not gonna name names, but it's collegiate wrestlers that do the same exact thing, getting mad that they do it in high school and don't just roll the kid over and pin him. I mean, kid I mean, can there's do whatever a level. He wants. There's, they, here's the thing. There is. They a, feel like <clears throat> the the critics of doing that. The critics of beating some guy twenty five to five or something like that. Are like well, you're embarrassing him. There is, there is a thing of embarrassment, right? There's a thing of clowning on a kid when you probably shouldn't do it. But not every time that you take a guy down ten times are you embarrassing him. I mean, you're wrestling. I mean, that would, for me, that would be a sign that I need to get better. Right. So like, okay, if Racky comes out and he takes me down ten times in a minute. I'm like. I need to get back in the room because I don't want that to happen again. Here's because what, that sucked. The, I'm sure it was talked about before this and after this, but the time, the instance I remember is Dayton Fix was wrestling at KC Stampede, and we had like a screenshot. It was like Dayton Fix has outscored his That's opponents right. like he had scored like a hundred points, a hundred to twenty or something like that. And people, are people in the wrestling community, because we tweeted it, people in the wrestling community without watching a single match. So that's just disrespectful. You didn't watch the match. You didn't watch yeah. it. They did the same thing. We put up this clip. Vito, it was like, to me, it wasn't disrespecting the other kid at all. It was like showing just, it was amazing to watch Vito. He scored like six takedowns in 30 seconds, but they weren't just like, take the kid down, run around behind him, let him go, run around behind him. It was like, this awesome. It looked like he was like drilling. And I posted it on Twitter and it was like, Meant no disrespect to the other kid. I just thought it was incredible to watch Vito, and everyone flipped out. And also, that's like symptomatic of high school wrestling right now, where there's a big gap between the top kids and second or third tier kids, and especially uh, early rounds of big tournaments. <clears throat> well, these aren't uh, e- it, these probably aren't kids even on a tier, right? It's date and fix for someone that's not not the, even the twentieth ranked kid, just a not ranked, not on the. National. I, I with that stuff, it's like you kind of you can't just look at a score. The score doesn't always tell the story, but you can watch a match and get an idea why they're doing what they're doing. Sometimes 
it is they're trying to hit the coolest move they can so um you know so there is some vanity there and that's not ideal but sometimes it's that's just what the they're, they're just wrestling what's it like the clip of Vito, he hits like a high crotch and a swing single and then fireman's carry like he wasn't trying to make this kid yeah, look you, like an you, idiot he was you literally hit a high working crotch on, on somebody stuff. you hit a high crotch on somebody that's not disrespect you either have to defend it or <laughs> get better right also you're not clowning on somebody for doing a basic move what is what is everyone's problem like why did this person show up to this tournament this kid showed up to this tournament to win all of his matches yeah. and and it, it's so hypocritical it's like Win, dominate, have fun, score points, but don't score points. Don't score too and, many points. Yeah, don't score too many points. And, well, and if you let that kid have fun because you can't have an exponentially greater amount of fun than that kid. And don't let him know that you you worked your ass off all summer and he didn't. We we can't let him know that because his feelings might get hurt. What if like what it's if you so pin him too fast though? And then you're showing him fast. you're showing him up by pinning him. Yeah, too that quickly. 14 second pin that was pretty disrespectful. Wow, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, why don't you show a little class next time? Yeah. Well, we you should at least go and then 20, when, 34 And seconds. then when the kid gets pinned in, <clears throat> in 22 seconds, then the same knuckleheads will come out of the woodwork and say, well, I don't I don't agree with these big, these big giant tournaments. Why would somebody go to the Super 32 to get pinned in 22 seconds? You can't win. You can't win with these it's guys. It's not fair that these well, kids so much better are wrestling in the same age and group as these other kids that aren't skilled as them. That's a good voice. You sound just like those people. Thanks, man. I it, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's just out. Where's like, the outrage when uh, ESPN shows a clip of Ohio State beating Toledo 69 to nothing in football? Nice. Yeah, and they were posting, like, JT Barrett throwing for seven touchdowns. Why don't we get pissed about that? You want to be a big boy sport? Yeah, get treated by, like, a big Alabama, boy Alabama plays Buffalo Gap every every year, week one, and they just get annihilated. 69 to zero every time. Nice. Every time. Every single time. Nice. Nice. So, <laughs> so yeah, it just it really bothers me. Like, as as someone who is never on that level, like I got beat up by really good kids. At no point was, did I ever like stick my finger in their face and be like, "You embarrassed me." Like, I embarrassed myself out there. Yeah, like that is the mindset you have to have. Like, I either need to get better, or I need to stop wrestling. Yeah, I never got mad at someone for, and I lost quite a few matches. Uh Never got. Looking upset back on it, I person. never got. Did you ever get embarrassed? Like, did you ever get just a tar beat out of you? Yeah. I never got the tar beat at one time in a, like in a real match, right? Like college kids would come back to the room and beat me up, right? Mm-hmm. But only stuffy one, in a locker. But only one time in a real match, I got really, really beat up. Nate Skinesny beat me up pretty bad one time Ooh. in high school. I got <clears throat> beat up by a kid named. Nate uh, Skinesny. He was this good. Is a guy he we was good. Yeah. This is a guy we didn't talk about, by the way. <laughs> I got beat up by a kid. I was a freshman. He was like a, a, a junior, I think. His name was Brad Frelick. He wrestled for Erie Prep when Erie Prep was like really good. But um, we didn't talk about Carter Storaki from Erie Prep. Oh man, I thought that, we did. We did. No man. Did we talk about him? I think no man did. That yeah. dude's good, huh? He's very good. Watch out. He he's, for uh, Penn State. Looking at him. He's a kid. You oh. want to talk about like? Well, wait. Oh, I. I placed. Where does he project? No, man. Um, so he wrestled 52 and 60. You stood this, by him twice. I did. I stood by him twice. I think he uh, he's a little lanky, and he might be able to get up to 74. I thought you were going to project him at 49, like Alex F- Facundo. <laughs> um, you project him at what? 
Starak, I think he might be able to get up to 74. He's pretty thin. Are you going to bulk him up? Are you going to put him in a bulking phase? I, mean, I might. I don't think he's very tall, is he? No. Well, I mean, he's got a little, he's got a little baby fro, so that added a little bit. <sighs> oh, um, he does. So, <laughs> Erie yeah. Prep has had Erie Prep has had some good guys. The, the Erie area, right? Uh, remember Steve Spearman? I, yes. I, used to I remember Steve Spearman. Not the same school, but the same the same area. It's 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 a tough area though. A lot of those guys. Steve Spearman and me used to have some battles when we were kids. No kidding. I swear. We need to. That's something we need to. We Kyle, need to. Kyle, Kyle's yeah. wrestled a lot of. Yes. Beef. Him and AJ Shop were little league rivals. Let's come up with a Mitchell uh, Port. Kyle Brecky hit list. I wrestled Johnny DeJoyce and Ty Mitch in high school. Didn't you wrestle? You watched Kyle Brackey first high school match was Tony Ramos. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> His first high school match Strong was start. At Iron Man. Does he remember that? Probably not. You should How have we not asked him? Tony. It was the year he won at 112. He pinfalled me in the first period. I was, I lost the wrestle off at 103 to a kid from our high school. I was like a three-time state champ. And we didn't have a 12-pounder. And I weighed 100 pounds. Perfect. So I'd wrestle 112. You could you could have beat Tony that year. How, how big you had to do, do it again, <clears throat> he probably would have won. Try to do it again. How huh? big do you think Tony Ramos was at the time? Oh, I remember I was like, like he has a 25-pounder. Like, no way. Like, before, like <laughs> we were like the fifth match, like down in Rico, the field Feel house. Good. Yeah. And uh, I'm like down there warming up. I was like, it's not him, right? Right. I was like, it's like a twenty-five pounder. He had all these tattoos. I'm this like. I was gonna ask how much ink he had. Oh, he had a good amount then. I was like a baby face, fourteen-year-old, and uh, I mean, it lasted like a little over a minute, I think. Did he hit you with the chin and arm? No, it was a cradle. Cradle. Mm -hmm. He didn't hit a cradle. He didn't hit another cradle until the Logan Steber (laughs) NCAA final. Oh my gosh. We gotta come up with a hit list. We, me and Bracky, a, a time or two. It would be a, more of a struck list, probably. But yeah. he he did beat some good ones though. Bracky, me and Bracky, Bracky one time skills. we went through old, old brackets, old uh, old I brackets was of Bracky, lost in the blood Bracky. round to Iron Man. I got seventh at Powerade. That's pretty good. No man, who's the best guy you ever? Dave Makara, right? I lost to Makara there. Who did I lose to? Him? Oh, I lost to Jeff Alexander in the front side. And then Makara in the background. And I beat Tanner Howe that tournament. Westmont Hill. Duke. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nomad, who's the best guy you wrestled? Did you ever wrestle a ranked dish kind of dude? I think the I think the best – the guy that I think was the best I ever wrestled didn't really get to wrestle in college. I don't know how good he would have been. But Josh Fitch from McDonough, he had this eye problem. He went to Lehigh. He yeah, he was good. That kid was slick as you wrestled him. Yeah, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Snyder treatment. Yeah, but hold on, Josh. He was thick. Well, he yeah. I was I was a late twenty five, and he was. You were twenty five. Yeah, you're not like, twenty five now. Right now, I stopped growing as a sophomore in high school. Did you shrink? No. It's your sleep and eating schedule. No, I'm the, I'm the exact same size as my maternal grandfather was. It's <laughs> genetics. Play us out, hey Kai. That's it, Kai. That's it. When we start referencing maternal <laughs> grandfathers, I that's that's a show. That's a wrap. I'm sorry, dude. Play us out. I'm sorry you had to hear that too. Play us out. We'll see you on Tuesday. We're we apologize for this episode. We apologize for, for Nomad. <laughs> um, next Tuesday, guys. April August. Fourth is coming. <laughs> August fourth, the show will have a hiatus. I'm gonna be gone 
for 10 days. What do you have, a boys tournament to go to? My brother's getting married. Watch a flow chest for the 10 lovely, days? The lovely Kara You're going on a pilgrimage Ryan. to get married? Well, when we when we You're fly hiking the whole to the freaking family across the country, we try to not make it a weekend thing because it's a little pricey. Flying all four of these. Are people. you going to Fargo? No. Is it being catered with cheeseburger soup? That would be a great. I wish we did have a layover. In Fargo. Is it back in Virginia? It's back in Virginia. Beautiful right, Virginia. So join us next Tuesday. Kyle will tell you how he stacks up with his paternal grandfather in terms of <laughs> We'll go over hair hair patterns for. Paternal great grandfathers. We know Willie's story there. Thanks a lot. See you next time.